0: Welcome to the Restoration Church Podcast, Behind the Sermon, where we get to sit in on a conversation between our pastors and hear about what they're learning, what they're teaching, and what God is doing throughout our church. Enjoy the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Behind the Sermon Podcast. I'm Pastor Nate, and it's my privilege to be your host today. And I'm joined here by a co-host who you recognize by that rasp in his voice.
1: Oh. Yep, that's it. That's me.
0: Pastor who Jeremy. Who needs no
1: introduction.
0: <laughs> Moves on. <laughs> we are glad to talk with you about this week's message. And Pastor Jeremy, I was thinking through, certainly we talked through the message, any other things we want to talk through. And also we had a bunch of scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter five yeah. that I preached through. We could go through and hit some of the other verses that we didn't stop at. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there's some talking points there. Absolutely. For us. Yeah. For certain. What, um,
1: now we, obviously we repost do everything. What, um, what should I have titled this sermon? Just as a side note.
0: Today's sermon yeah. uh, oh my title is free week 2 <laughs> yeah that's i didn't go with that one <laughs> um
1: f- free. You're on a roll of some catchy names at the top and then this week i was like oh even though no one sees it
0: yeah i, I you know i i don't know i don't normally t- i i don't yeah. like titling message and some of it comes back to bible college yeah because in bible college they teach you um Hi, I'm so-and-so. It's my honor to preach. We're going to open in prayer. The title of my message today is... I know. um, Dogs Vomit. (laughs) And we're going to be in... I forget what passage that scripture (laughs) is. So the only person I know... There's a few people... Some people like really love their title, which I think bothers me
1: 100%. Like they spend more time in their title than their message. Yeah.
0: So I think I'm just so reactionary toward yeah. anything I don't like that I hardly ever have a you title You go for to my the message. other end of
1: the spectrum like I'll never title but my sermons. Pastor
0: Robert Morris always titles his message yep. and he always says it and he's always 28 minutes long. And yeah. he's always expanding his church exponentially. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I Yeah, I I feel the same way
1: about titles. I, I don't think I could ever... Announce it. I know, like Stephen Furtick does the same thing. He'll yeah. do the whole problem, be like, "That's why today I'm preaching on," right? Insert catchy title, and everyone goes, "Wow, wow!" <laughs> 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 and I just can't get down with
0: that. Yeah, just can't. Get I down mean, that yeah. So free week too free. I had originally thought. Because we could have done free from greed. Yep. I thought about doing free from materialism. Yep. Yeah, because I said,
1: uh, yeah, I, I said free from need for free from YouTube, need. Free, from, like. free from hoarding. Yeah, like free from needing. That's what I yeah. thought was a big,
0: and I don't know. I just try,
1: I'm trying to be the catchy one for YouTube. So, I just, yeah,
0: sorry. I'll I'll try to have one that's this I kind of have one this week. Perfect. Free from titles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just going to do a picture of you preaching with no title. Sorry. He, he wants us to break free of that. Um, yeah. So you went through Ecclesiastes, the the one of the more monotone, sad pieces of scripture. No, not really. But whenever you start it, it just is always... A chasing
0: after the wind. Yeah, man, this too is meaningless. Is meaningless. I'm like, oh, but I feel like he's gonna be like, "Why are you guys reading it like that?" I was so pumped when I yeah. when I wrote this. He yeah. was probably like preaching. It's meaningless. Yeah, he's like so cheerful and happy yeah. and wound up. He's like, leave it to the church to strip the joy out of something, <laughs> right?
1: To make it sound <laughs> miserable. Uh, yeah, but that is, I can't help it. Some, just the way it reads. Sometimes I read it like that. And so you pulling this out and inserting kind of the commentary in it was really, really good. I like this week a lot. We, we joked about, I feel like I take good notes when I have to try and focus. Um, and so when I have bad notes, I realize, shoot, I was just listening.
0: Mm. How do I apply this? If I just listen. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the opposite of that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I have. Oh, it's not on my on my desk here, because I could definitely pull out a um, man. Then now I'm nervous where that notebook is. (laughs) But uh, notes. Um, there's a Christian author who wrote a bunch of apocalyptic fiction, and I heard him speak before, or he's like Christian horror. It was like that genre. Interesting. And I heard him speak before I wrote his name, the title of his talk, which he did have one. And I don't think anything else. And I have that in my notebook, just blank. And then the next speaker and I start, like I listened to, oh, Claudio Friesen. Claudio Friesen, is his name, he was a, like a South American evangelist. Okay. So he spoke I can't remember if he spoke in Spanish and had a translator, or just spoke with a really heavy accent. And I had like four pages of notes at the same conference. <laughs> and then this guy who Yeah. Man, I, I really dedicated
1: wish... my life to in the name of Jesus scaring people. Let me teach you about that. Yeah, I really wish I could
0: find that notebook. I'm like terrified now. <laughs> I gotta check That's every hilarious. drawer of my desk. <laughs> Everyone hears the I've had that. I've used that notebook for the last eight years.
1: We'll continue Uh, this podcast in a second, everyone. Just just part of me will have a panic attack. Huh. (laughs) Hey, this notebook too is
0: meaningless. You're fine. Yep. Meaningless. (laughs) All those prayers, everything (laughs) gone, gone. (laughs) You switch foot. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks everybody. Welcome to my office. <laughs> well, well, packing up to move. <laughs> right. Yeah. You still got. Bo- it's probably
1: somewhere in the boxes. So yeah. Which. Um, how do you want to go through this? You want to go through the sermon first? You want to go through some things that you skipped over that you
0: wanted to hit on more? Um. Well, there's a lot in this chapter. Why don't we? Why don't we wing it? Um. Perfect. I. It's weird because we're normally so planned out. Yeah. Today we have to go off script. Thank you, Chat AI, for writing every single one of our podcast episodes previously that we just read like an audible book. Um, so uh, verse number 12, I don't think we went through. Mm-hmm. People who work hard sleep well, whether they eat little or much, but the rich seldom get a good night's sleep. Mm. And, you know, just my initial thoughts on this yeah. are, um, one, there's a lot of value in work, which we tend not to um, recognize. Yeah. And it, which reminds me, yesterday we had an open house at the Sober Home. And so we had different community organizations that we, inv- that we invited to come, which was great. They came, they loved the house. Yeah. Um, four of the biggest organizations in New Hampshire working with um, addiction were there. So one of the ladies was just talking about it being a men's home. And she's like, men need to work. They just need to work. Yeah. When, when females, when ladies are getting their lives together, they want to go get their nails done and get like yeah. primped up. Yeah. But a man, when he's getting his life together, he needs he needs to get a job. Yeah. Like not that get a job, you slob. You slob. It's like they need to get a job because it shows them worth. Yeah. I have value again. You need to my get life's a, putting back yeah. together.
1: You need to get a purpose. Yeah. Right? Like you need something worth your day
0: and, to go and do. And that's what this verse is speaking into. People yeah. who work hard sleep well because there's contentment there Mm. there for men and uh, you know maybe it's different for females but definitely for men yeah which is how i speak as you know post testimony is uh, (laughs) 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 is um yeah there's just when you're doing a job, <laughs> man, there is something so rewarding about that. whether yeah. it's even yard work mm-hmm. beyond being exhausted, yeah it's just a deep peace in your yeah. heart. Yeah, you think about
1: the stereo stereotypes normally are always something you can lean into of there is some truth behind that's why it's a stereotype. The stereotype of the guy who finishes his lawn. And just gets a cup of coffee or something, stands out there and looks at it. Yeah. There is this like, I did that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like this feeling, which I'm sure both genders get. But it's like the stereotype of just, I'm enjoying the work I just did. I got to look at it. Mm -hmm. Like uh, there's just something about it.
0: And I think too, I remember being being younger and having... I'll say a friend who um, wouldn't get a job and I'd be so irritated with them. Yeah. Uh, I just can't find a job I like. Like just get a job because right. that, you know, they say, they well, whether they eat little or much, it's not about I can't find a job that pays me enough so I'm going to be unemployed. Right. No, you just get any job. There's there's not a loss of dignity if yeah. you're working fast food because that's just what you can find you find what you can get for the moment right because you're going to feel a lot better than being unemployed for the yeah. next 2 years waiting for that next for something better to come along yeah yeah i agree with
1: that it's funny though because like our it's funny cuz our culture being so ridiculously wealthy as we are, we have a huge talk in passive income. What's the most I can make for the little, for the smallest amount I can do. Right. Then you will feel fulfilled. Right. Lifestyle businesses is a lot of what Mm -hmm. people call it. Like I opened a design business. It makes 80, you know, $80,000 a month. And I work 15 hours a week. And everyone's like,
0: "Oh, that's what I want." Yeah,
1: but, right. There is a big push towards more money as little amount of work
0: as possible. Absolutely, right? which was not the, um, which is not the generation before me. Yeah, and even uh, no one thought like that. Right. When I was a teenager, young adult, you were you were looking for meaningful work. Yeah, you were not looking to work less. Right. Yeah, I want so to do meaningful work and work like crazy, or you know, work the same amount of hours everybody else does. But yeah. I want it to be meaningful. That's the dream. Yeah. Oh, I could make more money at a cubicle, but I want to do meaningful work, so I'm going to take less money. Yeah. And that's a good and work. You know, in the forest.
1: Yeah, that's a good difference. Like, like a good thing to think through is what type of work. There's the meaningless that makes the money. And then there's something that's a meaningful for you. And the
0: cubicle in. is meaningful for some people, right. right? So I'm not like demeaning all cubicle jobs. <laughs>
1: right, right, right. Yeah. For 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 the right person, we're going through that. This this verse too, it makes me think of, have you ever seen the documentary that's on Netflix about the blue zone within, no. within the world? There's these areas of the world that are called like blue zone areas. And they're where the average lifespan is over a hundred mm-hmm. of a community. The average of everyone lives over a hundred. And so it's this documentary going in and just being like, what is their life like? Every single one of these people who are like 90 plus, they're on horses, um, like moving cattle. Uh, one dude he's splitting wood for the winter that's coming or whatever it is. Like he, they're all working. Yeah, and um, and and a couple of them, they'd ask like, "When are you gonna settle down?" He's like, "I don't know. I keep forgetting to tell my body to start settling down." But I'm 90 right now, and then they show like slow motion this 90 year old cutting wood with an axe because they've never stopped working, right? And they all talk about this deep. They, uh, it's interesting. In their communities, they have a word for work with a purpose, like they have a word for purpose. That's like their life goal, like whatever it is. It's just this word of like, no, this is what I do. This is who I am. I'm yep. into this, but they're all crazy healthy. They sleep well. They, yeah, they I they think, have all their teeth. <laughs> it's all the crazy things that we don't have here.
0: There, there's a lot to that. Like you think about Alex Burgess, yeah, who, um, you know, he the last couple Fridays or the last couple. Yeah, Fridays. I think and a couple other days we've been working at the sober home. So yeah. Alex is there. I don't want to misrepresent, but Alex is over. over it. He's eighty, right? He's clipped eighty. I need to look.
1: He's, he doesn't move like he's. It's hard to pay he's down.
0: Older than you than you think <laughs> yeah. because he's so active. Yeah. Every every workday he's there. Um, this one he was on his hands and knees on tile scrubbing paints paint spots. Yeah. We did a trip to the dump. He drove, he was out there. um, When was it in October for a couple of days with his weed whacker? Yeah. Cutting down all this brush. Just goes. Just active. Yep. Um, And, and he, he said on Friday when I saw him, he was talking to someone else, but he said, uh, yeah, I'm in two circles. He's like, cause I find if I'm not in a circle, then I'm just sitting around my house. <laughs> so it's like yeah. Yeah, the goal is not to be in a recliner. Yeah. It's so true. What does, if he he probably he either wouldn't look as good as he looks right now <laughs> or he would have already passed on yeah. if he turned into the recliner life. Yeah. To, to, you know,
1: 15 20 years ago. It's so true. And he does talk about even just this past Sunday talked about what a gift it is give himself as a resource yeah. to the church. Like, so he knows like that's a lifestyle he lives, right? Asking him for help with something. And he just goes, oh, I don't want you to worry about that. I got that. And then I feel like the monster is letting someone like, no, no, I'll, I'll help. Like there's a lot of lifting, but then he shows up a day early and does it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. his mindset
0: is so cool.
1: Yep. Um, an inspiration. for Absolutely. Real.
0: Um, it says the rich seldom get a good night's sleep. Just uh, a thought I had on that yeah. before we move to another verse. Yeah. Um, I think um, as I read that, I am like, "Well, prove it, prove it." It's kind of like the skeptic in me thinking what the crowd's gonna say. Like, "Well, oh, <laughs> I'd like to be rich so I could find out, <laughs> right?" But if we can go back, right? I said we are rich. We always forget about that. We are the rich. We are the rich people. Scriptures talking about right. And then it just occurred to me on this podcast. I know so many people who are on sleep aids. Yeah. So many. Yeah. When I, I went to a pastor's event and I was the young guy in the room by like 20, 20 years. Um, and they were all like, Oh yeah, I take Ambien. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, I use this, I use that. Uh, and they're all on these sleep aids. And, um, that's interesting. Yeah. Right? How the, the rich seldom get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Where.
1: I think too, there's a level of, um, maybe they're not on a sleep aid, but they say things like, I'm, I'm just a night owl. I just like to stay up. Right. But there's going back into the purpose theme. Well, that's because the whole time you were at work was It's meaningless to you and you've got to make up your purpose now. You can't go to bed yet. I haven't done my thing. You
0: know what I mean? So yeah,
1: kind of both.
0: I'll, I'll just confess this on the podcast. Um, I think it was Friday night, Thursday night. Yeah. Thursday night is like my weekend night. Um, but I picked up Abram from school and I stopped at the gas station to get him a drink for like Hey, good job. Hey, you're awesome. Like, <laughs> let me reward you while your brothers aren't around. And so he got something. I got a Celsius, which I don't normally drink, but oh, someone yeah. gave me the last week. It was so like
1: three cups of coffee.
0: I Apparently, I don't know. Uh, all I know is I drank it at 3.30 in the um, afternoon and, and went to bed at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Vibrating, just like,
0: ah. I would normally stay up late on a Thursday night anyway. I like to stay up late. So Thursday nights yep. is usually, I'm going to I'm gonna stay up. Yeah. Till midnight night. at least because yeah. I, I like that. It makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's so different for me, but. Yeah. But anyway, 3 a.m. So yeah. just Haley maybe, did maybe this- I don't like my job is what you're saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Haley did the same thing with celsius she went to like a workout class for five o'clock chugged a celsius before the class and then did not sleep and she was like shoot i didn't know this was so caffeinated she's just laying in bed with her eyes wide open i can't even close them right now i'm so (laughs) awake. so that's really funny no sorry i'm not suggesting you hate your job all right but everyone else i was yeah i'm just kidding (laughs) No, but just this this idea still of even even if I don't want people to excuse like oh well I'm not sleep aid so it's fine but there is still a level of I need to make up for the time I lost at work right, right. And so it's a little bit of that can come in that way too is what I felt like but um but yeah that one that one could apply really well even to the point you made more is not the solution like that same type of. More is not the solution because of all of the facts that go with verse 12. Right. Which is still just... Haley and I were talking about how crazy it is that no matter how advanced we get, no matter how much we learn, no matter how much our lives change, principles in scripture are always true. Right. And so you learn all this stuff, but you see all the crisis that America's in with more money. Yeah. And then there are people, those blue zone people are alive right now. Right. Right? That's not a documentary about from the 1900s and they're living like this, right? And yep. so you just see again where Well,
0: yeah, the mental health crisis in the United States. Right. But yet we we don't give we don't serve other people. Uh, yeah. We don't go to church every week. We're promiscuous, we're uh, looking yeah. at porn, we're using substances, we're overspending. Where, I mean, you want to add in some? Well, just like the poverty mindset in
1: general that we can be overspending and saying- I'm poor. And victimizing <laughs> ourselves of like, I can't afford this, right? That's all those things quite a bit. And now I get it. I think there is a level of cost of living.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't crazy. take away your, your, that doesn't cause you a mental health crisis. What I'm saying is we- you know our mental health crisis in the United States is because the principles of God's word are true, right. and yes. we're living against all of those right yes. no no the the way to have a great life is to have multiple sexual partners well, actually, it's a statistics show right um I think I talked about that two weeks ago with yeah. about marriage, and yeah, you don't want marriage, marriage will ruin your life actually you're You'll be the most satisfied. That is right. the most satisfied way to live, to raise children, to affect generations, to be generous, to right. be healthy, to live a long life. Like the, the benefits from marriage yeah. are we, um, are
1: insane. We we were. Uh, I was just talking to a friend about that. He worked for a long time in um in the fire department, which is a very toxic work environment. And their biggest advice is like, you get married with the assumption you're going to get divorced. So you sign the The pren- last time I did that, it didn't work out very good. <laughs> what a <that's Yeah>. stupid. <laughs> yeah. And so the advice is like, hey, you make sure you sign that prenup because if you are, you know, and they're like literally trying to set you up to think I go into marriage expecting a divorce and I'll set myself up that way. And sure enough, all those guys are divorced. Yeah. No and fear. trying to
0: give advice to the next group. I think that goes back to the expectations series. Yeah. From last month. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Like if I'm going into this expecting it to not work out yeah. versus I throw my all into it, you know? So, yeah, just piggybacking off that. That's really good. What else did we not get to hit this Sunday?
0: I don't know. Um, <laughs> Verse number 16. Uh, people leave this world no better off than when they came. Yeah. All their hard work is for nothing like working for the wind.
1: I believe you. I thought you hit that.
0: I mean, I read every one of these verses, but I don't know if I doubled down on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. Verse yes. ten, you, verse thirteen, yeah. Verse 14. You you talked
1: about that, which which hey was one of my was one of my notes. Oh right yeah, up. I
0: did verse sixteen. <laughs> so I didn't read verse fifteen. Let's go back to that one. We all come to the end of our lives as naked as empty-handed as on the day we were born. We can't take our riches with us. Hmm. Yeah, think about like <laughs> everything we're sacrificing. Yeah. For. What's the one thing we do take with us, do you know that's a that Bible trivia question? Bible trivia twi- nah, trick question. I'm too scared to answer. Tri- What's the one thing we can bring to heaven with us? Souls. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only voice you've heard that in? <laughs> I don't even know if I heard in that voice, but,
1: <laughs> but that's the voice, yeah. You translate it to it's
0: an old timey church, yeah, yeah, saying. yeah. Okay, so. We we bring souls to heaven with us. Yeah. So there is something, you know, this treasure in heaven we pass forward. We do bring souls with us. Yeah. And, but yet we are living our life for that brand new car. And think yeah. about how, if you're old enough, think about that car you killed yourself to get, and it's probably in the dump somewhere now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, mine definitely doesn't exist. My my first car I was like, <laughs> I want it, I want it. You know, a, a sweet car that we can get, yeah. and then it just gives out because I didn't take care of it. But yeah, I think um, I think the the biggest thing with that, and even with the with the scripture after when you talked about you you kind of talked through the importance of what, the the inheritance we leave behind, the influence that we have being more important than the things we can
0: get in our life. Right? Yeah. we ta- So we talked about the lure of wealth and yeah. how it, how it causes us to lose. Yeah. Um. And so we talked about they lose now, yep. which was obviously FTX. I did get some comments. People really liked my perm joke. Yeah,
1: I-, <laughs> I didn't know the guy, but yeah, it was very, it was very funny. Um. That actually was a highlight. We posted, I <laughs> reposted that section because it was really funny online. Yeah, like the real. Oh, I didn't that, see that. Yeah, that I think it's posting as we're recording it.
0: Um, four. Yeah, someone really liked. I guess people really like that. Yeah, me making fun of that guy. Um, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, lose now, and we all do that, right? We we yeah. everybody who buys a new car says, "Oh, I got a really good deal." Yeah. None of us got a good deal. I'm actually
1: making money on this.
0: <laughs> um, Change the subject. I'm going to get in trouble. We <laughs> we get ripped off quite frequently. Yeah. Um, and we get ripped off. Yeah, we're getting ripped off by yeah every subscription we have that we don't realize we still have <laughs> every seven day trial that they charge us forty bucks after. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we lose. Um. We lose for generations, which is what you're connecting. Yeah. We're not passing, we're not leaving money to the right. next generation, but inheritance is way beyond just money.
1: I think even with the lose now, the one more thing that I thought through is it's never as good as you're planning. The thing that you want to like splurge your money on, if it's an item I've always found in my life, it's never quite Right, as good. Right, I obsessed over the idea of getting a 3D printer for a long time. Loved it, used it a couple of times. Still used it a couple of times, but I'm like, why did I think my life was gonna change with this? And and luckily, I just went for a cheap one. But some people invest into oh this next new tool for my hobby that's gonna change my life when I get right. this, this next new, you know. And, and we still lose because once you get it, you're like, I don't know, this isn't.
0: Like the, yeah, the amount of, oh, I have a, I have a good
1: story of me getting something I should have invested and just not, when my great aunt passed away, she left an inheritance for us. I'm embarrassed to tell this story. I just realized as I'm telling it, I don't want to tell it.
0: You don't have to. I'll change the subject.
1: (laughs) No, it's fine. But we got this money that was given, that was handed down for my great aunt who loved us, cared for us. We loved her. And I remember buying like, um, I I was like a teenager, I bought a punching bag with my inheritance. (laughs) That was like a 400, $500 punching bag. And then I like got new tires or something for my car. And I remember just giving that away (laughs) like a year later because I never used it because I got it. And I was just like, oh, I have money. I'm gonna do this thing that I think will help my health. And like right. it was just a stupid thing, but either way, I've lived that life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um my kids so it, it what is it? February 20th. My kids were like having this conversation because they each got a big gift. One of them couldn't remember their big gift. <laughs> what did I get for a big gift dad? And yeah. I couldn't remember either. And I'm yeah. like, uh yeah, oh, yeah, this was it. Oh, yeah, I use that every day. But, like, how quickly we even forget, and how, yeah. how how many of you know, we kill ourselves going into debt at Christmas time every year. I don't go into debt, I've never gone into debt for Christmas, yeah. but America does. Right. And then those gifts get thrown away. It's so true. Oh, whatever. Like, what I've got you this newest expensive high tech gadget the $200 self-warming coffee mug. Do you remember when that, the smart yeah. mug a couple of years ago? I tried to get it for Haley. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this would change your life. <laughs> and then the battery dies and it just goes in the landfill. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. I can't, it was like people like, I can't afford to save for retirement. You can't afford not to give because you're storing up treasure in heaven. You're yeah. making it is something that's eternal. For those who gave to the well for the orphanage in Africa a bunch of years ago, that's an eternal yeah reward. Providing water to orphans, right? There's a reward, and every time, every day is used. The the rewards building is compounding yeah. interest, for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so that's that's which is a nice when they lose for continued. eternity. Yeah. Yeah. I think- um, I've never gotten- I My inheritance, by the way, for me, um, I I think we each got like $75. I think once it was all divvied <laughs> out, everybody got $75. Yeah. So the point is not to leave your kids billions of dollars because they're not going to be able to handle it. Yeah. So that's not the point of that, but it is establishing something that that moves their family forward. Right. So- because I, I know a lot of people, I don't know a lot of people, but I know a couple people and I've read a lot of stories who they don't leave the money to their kids. It goes in a trust Yeah, and it gets dispensed. And I'm trying to think who is it? Um, Shaquille O'Neal, who no. his kids got no access to his money. They lived in this house, but they didn't get any of their money so they are like every he's like they're not getting a paycheck from millionaire dad every week yeah you know you gotta get a job like everybody else has to get a job
1: what is what is he leaving them just his they can live there when he dies
0: no, I mean I'm sure there's something in there, but that's nothing. Left. But other people are giving, yeah. You know, and I've read other people who they're not just giving it to their kids because they turn into what's the stereotype trust fund kids, right? Yeah, they have no marketable skill, they have no character, yeah, and it's polluted them. And yeah. there's something too about the um, uh, in businesses you have the founder, and then when they leave it to their kids then they expand it yeah. and then when it goes to the third generation but they, they can't they, run it yeah they um the statistics on the third generation who gets it yeah. like they just milk it yeah. and that's not true for everybody of course right. but you could probably think about the fords henry ford oh, yeah. henry ford the second and then was it i don't know enough history in it then they had to take it essentially not Out run by the, the family. family anymore yeah yeah,
1: classic movie villain move. That's how they
0: start? <laughs> I bet you he had a perm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think too. Like one thing within within this too within within what we hand down to our kids and what we hand down to the next generation, something that I've always been I've appreciated about Haley is um, when we started like giving gifts to each other. I I hated. the gifts that she gave to me because they're all like things we do together things we can do together because she
0: and i'm like it's christmas you buy a brush you can comb my hair
1: (laughs) (laughs) no no like she was so excited this one christmas she bought these tickets to go see a comedian i'm like i have never told you i want to go see a comedian i wanted this thing this item, because that was my like right. family background. Is we, we get things, we trash them, we throw them away. But Haley is so about memory. And now learning how important that is with our kids is, here's a couple nice gifts, but we're going to do some things that are the memory makers right. for us because I want to try and leave behind more of a legacy than a bunch of stuff for my kids. Right, I want them to pour into their kids because they remember how we poured into our kids. And like that type of to not lose for generations we're just like buying whatever we want or working through how many how many kids are really successful when they have absent parents that throw them money. Right. They, they don't want that. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't work. There's a there's a meme of like um someone in a workplace where it's like staff underpaid for their role, management throws them a bunch of pizzas, just like we're going to make up for it by buying you stuff. It's like, why don't you care about us and take care of us? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, it's just, anyway. Yeah, that's good. You're really preaching at me today. <laughs> <have> lead team. <laughs> buying us pizza. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never mind. I was wondering if we've already talked about on the podcast, our Easter, our Easter celebration trip. No. Do you remember? We had a From really, a number of years ago? Really oh, good, I remember <laughs> We had a really good We've Easter. We've not talked about it, I don't think. <laughs> had a really good Easter. Executed. Perfect. Great attendance. Monday morning, we all went to Market Basket so you could buy us coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it was like $1 coffees. We stayed in the Market Basket Cafe. But it was the new
0: Market Basket. It's a brand new Market Basket. We went and partied. <laughs> Listen, we're still on a budget here.
1: We're celebrating, <laughs> but we're still on a budget.
0: <laughs> but
1: that's a memory that lasted for me. Look at that. For sure. You left you left something behind. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, anything else? What else didn't we go through?
0: Um, and we definitely didn't go through verse 20. So let's, we stopped at verse number 17. So everything okay. after that, we didn't go through. Uh, 17 says, it's not even in my, oh. Yeah, yeah. Throughout their lives. Yeah. They live under a cloud, frustrated, discouraged, and angry. So then it goes, even so, I've noticed one thing at least that is good. It is good for people to eat, drink, and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life God has given them. And to accept their lot in life. That's a, yeah, that's a heavy hitter right at the end there. Yeah.
1: What does that look like? I don't know. I think
0: so. It reminds me of another scripture in the New Testament. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Mm. I feel like those are parallel verses or parallel themes. Because when you have contentment, man, it does something. Yeah. If you're content and godly, you're how amazing yeah. every day would be.
1: yeah.
0: How amazing it would be. So sometimes I'm content, but I'm not very godly. Sometimes I'm godly, I'm not very content. <laughs> yeah. I can think of some times when those, both those things aligned. Yeah. And it's good when your household, when my, my wife is godly and content, my kids are godly and content. Yeah. Man, those are special times as a staff when we're all godly and content. Yeah. We, those are, you know, those are great times at Market Basket. You'll be content. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. And yeah, I, I think this is connected to that. Eat, drink, enjoy your work, enjoy the sun. Yeah. Enjoy the short life that God has given us. Just have, accept, accept your lot in life. Be content yeah. with what you have. Yeah, that would a place of peace and freedom. Yeah. And I would, some you know one of my kids is definitely like that. Abram, my second second son. For those who don't know, hopefully you're familiar with my kids. Remember, I have four boys. Yep, yep, yep. Thought you only had three. <laughs> the Abram doesn't talk much. Abram is the most talkative, but he's also the quietest. Yeah, interesting dynamic. But he um he doesn't care what anybody thinks about him. Yeah. And he never has. So he's easier. He's, he's easier. He's friends going. with everybody. He's yeah. never bullied. He he's just uh um me. Yeah, hang around I, me or not. Yeah, <laughs> like me or not. Oh man, I wish. Yeah, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I so admire him. Yeah, like, no, cool. this is what I want to wear today. It doesn't match. I know, but this is just what I feel like wearing today. Right. I accept my lot in life.
1: He needs to just <laughs> say that every time you, <laughs> and I accept my lot in life.
0: <laughs> Your hair looks ridiculous. But today. there's other people like that, right? We have um, Marie who leads the, the worship yeah. team in Milton. We would say that about her. Yeah, she, it's true. She's kind and compassionate and- she is not looking to anybody else to, for approval f- for yeah for identity mm. um i think of you know probably other people like that too that we could think of but yeah. i think that's part of this mm. part of that
1: yeah instead of striving for status right striving for an income bracket or striving for level of relaxation that you
0: can right. afford. No, can, you know, again, We don't always dream about what someone else has. Yeah. And we don't always recognize the cost that comes with that. Like, I'll, I'll be open for a little bit. I would really like a brand new truck. I see, I walk through the <laughs> parking lot, I see this lifted brand new truck. I'm like, man, I'd like to have that. I wish I could have that. Yeah. Well, I don't actually want to because I probably wouldn't want the $900 or $1,000 a month payment. Amen. I wouldn't want the, I don't know what insurance would be per month, but right. a lot more than what I'm currently paying. I wouldn't want the registration fees, which I hate more than anything. I, I think to register my current truck, is like $75. I wouldn't want to spend yeah. $450 to register my truck. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would feel really angry every time I found the kids climbing on the hood of it because they'd be scratching up the brand new paint Yeah. or every time I spilt coffee in it when I was driving. (laughs) And so, yeah, it would be nice to have a brand new truck, but everything else would decline. Yeah. Everything else would get worse because I'd be worrying about that brand new truck. Yep. So we don't always look past even like... Whatever, like getting a divorce. We're thinking about the short term, but we're not thinking about everything else that it's going to cost us. Right. The lawyer fees, the visitation. Uh, Michelle, I'm not talking about Michelle, but I'll I'll share the story. I don't remember if I've told this to Michelle. I'm going to assume I have. We'll see. But I remember early on, we, we had two little kids and it just felt like marriage isn't going good. And we're not seeing eye to eye where our issues, we're just sweeping them out of the rug. They're, they're not going away, but yeah. we're just not talking about them. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't want to go visit my kids at my wife's boyfriend's house. Yeah. And so I better change. Yeah, and I started changing. Yeah, <laughs> I got a long way to go. Yeah, but I was like, the it's not worth being right in this fight or yeah. trying to get my way or sulking that I didn't get some need or I wish things were different or whatever. I'm just gonna change. Yeah, and thank. And so my wife still lives with me, right? And so do my kids. Well,
1: and what kind of catapult of change did that create within the whole family? Right. right it's not guaranteed. It's not just you that change. Right. Right. Like guar- guaranteed it, it, it was so much,
0: so much more than that. Um, Definitely. Some of it has to trickle down to, yeah. the, to the kids because the change in me, right. I've gone to them and said, Hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry I was wrong. Will you forgive me? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll try again later. <laughs> well, you're going to need to, buddy. Um, no, but but I don't know that I would have done that because the same prideful, stubborn arrogance I had early in our marriage, I would have carried that on into parenting. Mm. And I would have been the dad who never said sorry and who was yeah. never wrong. It, you're right. I yeah. I've never thought about it like that. But that decision on that porch that one day in what could 2010 2011 yeah that changed who my kids are raised by yeah cuz it yeah changed because every because we've had other fights since then there's been other times I've been mad and and I'm not like right. being walked all over so that's not what I'm describing I'm saying holy spirit change my heart right change me that I'm not this selfish yeah. s o b
1: <laughs> which which ties into this, right? It, it, I think that's a different outlook of accepting your lot in life, right? The the outlook of there are two outcomes that I that I can accept right now. Either I've I'm going to change and and work towards this. I'm going to visit my kids, and yeah. their boyfriends. Those are the two truths. Right. What what are the things I'll do and and now the joy that's coming out of being like no I I'm I'm married into this and I'm sticking through because yeah. we, you know
0: I also also think through during that time my aunt was still alive I love my aunt she was awesome but she was really miserable to her husband <laughs> 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 like, ah, 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 yeah and he would just laugh and he never seemed to be affected by it yeah. I like maybe saw him mad at her one time I feel yeah. like in my whole life. And they, and I've talked about this before, I had to have, they weren't Christian. And like, if he, and Michelle is definitely not like my aunt. Yeah. We were just having a hard time communicating. Right. So it's, she's not like my aunt at all. I don't want to paint her that way. Right. But if he can Anyone who's live with my aunt, two minutes of conversation, then with I know. can handle
1: Michelle.
0: <laughs> right. So the issues, if Michelle's not acting like my aunt, and even if she was, right. Right. I've got to be the one who right. changed to become more like my uncle who's not a Christian. Right. Like, anyway, it just, I really just assumed it was something like, How was your day? Get off my back. I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> like, just think about how
1: Michelle <laughs> communicates. Like,
0: Yeah, we, we definitely fought a lot yeah. early on. Michelle liked to leave and spin the tires as she left. Oh, <laughs> and leave. That's awesome. Yeah. And I was a yeller. So, yeah. I I would just start raising my, which I can raise my voice to an astronomical le- level. Um, it's one of my preaching gifts, uh, and so I would be like so loud. Um, yeah.
1: Anyway, I need to grow up. <laughs> no, you're doing great now. Um. All right. So focus on this. Um. We're hitting towards the end now. Um book recommendations anything any resources that we can give um for those right who's what are we trying to trying to address those stuck in the american mindset of
0: more so there's a book push. that's tre- treasure principle i and i don't know if we recommended it last week i okay. should keep track no, but no, randy no. alcorn wrote it and the thing about the treasure principle is... Is it's kind of an autobiography, so it's not just like, "Hey, you should give," and here's all the Bible reasons why he talks through his story of how he essentially got sued and lost everything. He wasn't he he had this huge lawsuit against him and lost it because he was trying to do what God told him to do. Hmm. And how it affected him, but yeah. yet still he followed God through it. And yeah. and he wouldn't go back and tra- change what he did. He, he loves serving God and loves, even with all the hardship he experienced, he loves serving God. And I think that story always pops up in my head of how he was able to sacrifice for obedience. Yeah. And it affected him, his wife, his kids. They all had less because he was going to be obedient to what God yeah. told him to do. So I think that's a good one to read. Yeah. Because we think, well, I'm going to chase wealth and I'll not, I'll do half of what God told me to do. or I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll soften do a little bit, <laughs> uh, but I got to keep my standard of living. Right. And we chase that more than great reward yeah absolutely of what God says absolutely that's good
1: awesome well thanks thanks for diving even deeper into that hey structure. thanks for being a co-host today Jeremy <laughs> Pastor Jeremy Get right back into the soothing tones <laughs> it's
0: been such a delight I love it um all right see you Sunday we finish up the series yeah free from titles free from
1: ti- no title sermon I don't have
0: a title it. <laughs> bye